Hi, I'm James Brooks, and welcome to From the Factory Floor, a conversational podcast about all things startup and tech, brought to you by the folks at startupfactory.tech. And welcome back to another episode of From the Factory Floor. As ever, I'm your host, James, and today I'm not joined by any of the uh, other tsf.tech cohort, but I am very kindly joined by one of our newest founders, Brendan. Hi, Brendan. How are you doing? Really good. Thanks, James. Thanks for having me on. No, thanks for joining us. Um, It's been uh, quite nice to get to know you and obviously what you're looking at doing at the moment. So today's podcast is really all about you, Brendan, and telling the kind folks out there what it is you're up to, a little bit about your story and your startup. So I'm going to dive straight in and uh, give us a little bit about ChronoNet. Yeah, certainly. So my name is Brendan Chaplin and I'm the founder of ChronoNet. And ChronoNet is a community and trading platform for watch enthusiasts, collectors and investors. And let me start at the beginning, James, on just sort of why this idea came around and where it's come from. So Myself, I've been a bit of a watch collector and a bit of a watch geek for many, many years. And when I spoke to my parents about this idea and I said, I've got I've got this new business, my mum was like, of course you have. Uh, and, and I was like, how do you mean? She said, well, you've been messing around with watches since you were five, six, seven years old. Wow. And I didn't, I didn't really realise that. Um, but I do recall going on holiday and every single holiday using the pocket money to buy a watch. But I didn't have a clue what they were. I was buying tat basically, but just something there about watches and what they signify. And then went into my other career and I have a, a, a background in online education and um, fitness and other business areas of that nature. And kind of just forgot about that. And then when I was in my early 20s, bought my first watch, which was an Amiga Seamaster Aquaterra. Absolutely beautiful piece. And cost me a lot of money at the time. Uh, But what, what was amazing was when I came to sell the watch to sort of trade it and buy a new one in maybe two or three years, having worn it nearly every day, I was naively expecting to to get a lot less than I paid for it. And actually, I got £100 profit, James. Can you believe wow. that? On no. that what? Because <laughs> I was thinking you're <laughs> and, so used uh, to things depreciating these well, days. You that... do, yeah. You, you make that assumption, don't you, that like assets that, other than houses, depreciate, generally speaking. Yeah. And um, and I was I was really amazed by this and, and sort of bought a couple more watches. And then this, this habit... habit and hobby sort of grew and grew and grew. And I don't know if anybody listening is into their watches, they might familiarize with this, mm. where you're, you're around a dinner table or you're speaking to your, your better half and every conversation ends up about watches uh, or, or you know whatever you're interested in. And my wife sort of rolling her eyes at me like, yeah, no, this has gone too far <laughs> now. Um, stop, like no more watches. And I got invited to a networking event for for petrol heads in Leeds, where I live. And it was a tour around a factory. 
and I was chatting to some of the, the people there who some of them have nice watches on and, and I kind of made this the penny sort of dropped of these this community would absolutely work for watches and watch collectors and watch enthusiasts and and so in October 2022 we we ran the first chrononet event in Leeds which was just a social bringing people together and ultimately what we're doing James is basically connecting like-minded people who have a common interest of being watch enthusiasts collectors and investors and we're helping them to buy safely to buy from trusted people and buy right and what i mean by that is if you're in this to make money or as an investment that's great um but you do need to know what you're doing and if you're in it for your grail watch or that first rolex or that first luxury watch you want to make sure that you're buying something that is authentic and is exactly what it it says on the tin so to speak and so that's where the chrononet community was came from and was born and their vision then is essentially what's happened incidentally is people have traded peer to peer and what we're trying to build is a peer to peer trading community that includes authentication that includes trusted sellers and trusted buyers as well and fundamentally make the watch world a a safer more trustworthy place it's a huge huge industry but you do have to be really really careful about those factors buying safely and buying from uh, what what you say it is um so yeah that that's where we're trying to go with it james that's amazing because i mean i think anyone who's listening can hear quite how passionate you are about watches I mean, I think in the conversations that we've had, I think some of the stories you've told me about when people bought Rolexes and they're all, almost worth double just the, the moment you walk out the shop. Like you yeah. said, we're so used to, you know, the story of you buy a brand new car, it's worth 20% less. But equally, I think something that really sort of grabbed my imagination was that watches do have stories. They're not just a thing that you have on your wrist or an expensive thing. A lot of them are... I say these grail watches that people have been looking for for years and that idea of being able to have a trusted way to tr- to sort of trade these things and have them authenticated because how is it that people do this at the moment Brendan so there's obviously the the large platforms eBay and the other major player is Chrono24 the challenge is you don't know who you're dealing with on those platforms and there is no sort of social proof necessarily on on those platforms either. And fundamentally, in, I don't know, 15 or so years of collecting watches and being passionate about this hobby, I've never had the courage and confidence to purchase an item of that value from one of these platforms. And the challenge with... You mentioned Rolex. The challenge with Rolex is you just cannot go into an authorized dealer in any city in the world and buy these watches. They do not have them available. So you're then forced to go into the secondary market. The secondary market is fine if if you're working with people who are legit. And ultimately, that's what we're trying to do here is 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 bring a, a peer to peer element to that. But naturally, secondary market dealers need to make money and there's a markup on every watch which you you accept there's a market price there's a trade price 
And what Crononet is able to do is, because it's peer-to-peer, you're not having that same level of markup. You're not. You're actually buying at a lower price from an authorized. Sorry, from an authorized individual. But also, everything is authenticated through that sale as well. So, you, if you purchase a watch from a Crononet member, it will be shipped to an authentication center and then verified and then shipped on to you as the buyer, giving you that that peace of mind. So, it's it's good prices. It's good authentication and also you're building your network you're building your community and um, you're learning and being educated along the way and it's that's what it's about it's about having fun this hobby you don't want to be scared and paralyzed into inactivity Mm. or find out you've been scammed it could literally put somebody off the hobby so that's that's the vision james yeah no because i really like the because obviously trading platforms exist personally I'm into card games and there are trading card platforms for doing that sort of thing. And I know people who've been scammed, who you get a a fake card, you've paid 10, 15, 20 plus quid. And that's on at least on low end purchases. When you start going up to like you say the watch level, and if someone spent a couple of thousand pounds on a watch and they get burnt by that, there's going to be a really sour taste and they're not going to want to engage with the hobby might just, drop out entirely so i think the idea of providing this trusted service this authenticated service where people can go through and one of the things that i think was really important about when you came to us brendan was the community aspect of this that you almost mentioned it there around the social validation around you can actually see what people are doing because as far as i'm aware outside of your typical social medias your facebook's your twitter's there isn't really just a place for watch enthusiasts, collectors, and investors to congregate in one place, discuss the hobby, like you say, around the dinner table. It's yeah. always nice when you actually know that everyone else there likes the same thing and you can talk freely, openly, and get a bit of enthusiasm as well. So yeah. how is it you started to build that community now? Because you've made some great strides already, haven't you? Yeah, no, it's a big, big part of it. And... One of the things I wanted to to have at the forefront was the combination of online and in person. Nothing is better for building relationships, in my opinion, than being in the same space, being in the same room as another human being. You know, we, we've gone into an online world, but I think whilst it's great for, for certain things, it's it's detrimental for others. And I do think real business is done around the table or around the networking environment. And it's the same here when you talk about building solid relationships. So what one of the key parts of ChronoNet is that community. And it doesn't mean you're just meeting to trade watches. It's more about our slogan is that it's the people, the stories, the watches. So it's it's how you got that watch. Why did you choose that watch? What does it mean to you? What's the story behind it? What links us together? Maybe you sold your business and you treated yourself to a luxury timepiece to celebrate and that's the story. And actually, you might want to invest in somebody else's business or there's, there's a, a common bond that links you, but it's the people and the stories there. So to come back to you, your question, we, we are really about combining in-person events and an online community 
Online communities are great for being educated, for sharing information, in-person meetups and gatherings around the UK and in the future internationally are fantastic for just catalyzing those relationships. And you might want to do business from a, a watch perspective, but similarly, you might want to do business in another business. And um, what we found is we've, we've attracted a really diverse group of, of people with this common interest. So we had an event in uh, partnering with Vacheron Constantin, which is one of the very, very prominent Swiss watchmakers. And in that room, we had people who've never bought a watch, people who've got an unbelievable collection of watches. We had private equity fund managers. We had wealth managers. We had entrepreneurs. We had people who were investing and just hobbyists. Um, and it's it's really, really healthy, that, James, because when you start getting into the conversations over a drink, you realize this is the way that trust is built. And maybe we have a coffee afterwards to talk about your idea, or maybe you, you, you've got a watch that that I want to purchase. Let's talk about that. And the vision then is to is to bring in-person events into the cloud, linking with that trade, having your collection, not necessarily, you can have it anonymously if you want, but having your collection in the cloud so people can see you've got this certain watch, I want that watch, it introduces us, we chat, and so on and so forth. And then bringing in, we've got, quite a lot of interested people that want to sponsor the community that then get an introduction for um, things, their, their service, whether it's wealth management or accounting or whatever it may be. So there's a, a really good recurring revenue possibility here, as well as the transactional revenue that comes through from, from the trades and the membership fees. No, I think the membership and I mean, obviously, the transactions is a very straightforward business model. Obviously, you look at the sort of numbers and you look at the type of things. And when it's such a niche community, if you are the de facto place to go, which is the dream and the aim for this, you become the trusted partner. And that, and it's just take, taken as a given that ChronoNet is then the place to trade your watches and you have that. But I always liked it was when we uh, did our scoping session with you um, and we looked at what this platform could do and what it, what the MVP could do. I think the scope of what you wanted to achieve, I think the introdu how you introduce people of actually, I'm willing to sell this watch. Actually, I want I've, I join the platform and instantly users get engaged by saying, actually, you said that you want this particular timepiece. This person's got it. Have a conversation yeah. with them. And then to see that they're a real person, have a look at their social media posts on the site, look mm. at how they're interacting with people. So you already start to build up a picture of that person, you build up that trust. And like you say, they then, you know, you then buy the watch from them, you, you know it's authenticated. And then you've got something you can then go and talk to that person, say, Do you know what? I love this watch, it's so good. You know, what what other things what other things are you interested in? Like you say, you build that community mm. aspect and it's really what you want. Yeah from a social media platform, which is something that I think is lacking in a lot of the commonplace ones. Like yeah. say, when people start using things like Facebook, there's just no guarantees. There's no checks and balances that this person isn't just selling you a dud. Yeah. Which then scares people off. So have it nurturing that community and what you're doing already with the events and how really the technology will just take that onto the cloud 
it's a really nice i think what you've done i think what people can hear from what you've done and the passion you've got for this it's just a natural step to be able to grow this even further than you have already you know and if you get a couple of extra pieces for your collection out of it then yeah no no harm in that either exactly even better and and that's you're exactly right you've you've nailed it and what we've found is there's lots of watches that people aspire to that you can't actually buy that they may be discontinued it might be a vintage watch and so the provenance the story the authenticity of that it is it's everything it really is everything that that is what makes that purchase viable so yeah putting that together building trust having people in a community in that way it's the the what we've seen so far is very very encouraging yeah so obviously you you've already you're already running the events you're starting to develop that network and really grow it out what's the next step on the journey for you brendan well i'll be brutally honest i i am not uh, a techie at all that's why i, I came to you guys at the <laughs> startup factory and um i've i've got vision i've got i know what it is we're trying to achieve and uh I need good people and partners who can help me with the technological side. Um, I was really attracted to the sort of co-investment equity model that the Startup Factory operate. And I actually want to work with talented people who can come on this journey with us that get it, get the vision, complementary skills to me, and um, and potentially can can really, really add value in the in the team here. So that's that's the next phase, James, is to 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 get this in front of people and and get feedback and and bring people on board. Yeah, I appreciate that because I think since the moment we've started uh, discussing Chrononet and where you're up to with this, I think it's something that we've been excited to work on. I think it's a scenario we've not particularly worked on in terms of watches. Um, my Fitbit is kind of as far as I've ever delved into the uh, watch space, but it's something that, and I think your passion really shines through i think the idea is something that's very solid it's very achievable financially and commercially i think it's something that can that makes sense early and then can scale and grow as the technology enables it and more features can be developed and we think that you're someone that we'd like to work with so i think all those together means that it's why as tsf we're very interested in trying to help you on this journey because something we've always known is obviously with solo founders, it can be a very tough road because you, you can only scale as one person. Yeah. So help being there as sort of a technical partner and helping you grow is something we've always been passionate about doing. And so we're at the stage now where we've got the, the scope of the MVP and moving that yeah. forward. I think it's going to be a, a very exciting couple of months. Yeah, really excited. Yeah, we've, we've got a, a good early stage team on it that passionate people passionate watch people but um it really does need that expertise and 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 a, and a good uh, individual or, or group that can just really power it from from this point forward under under that vision so we're kind of coming to the end of um this so is there any last little bits brendan you want to ask or if people want to get in touch with you and sort of talk about chrononet potential opportunities with yourself um is there anything that you want to say or any bits of contact information you want to give people well the 
the best place to to get a feel for what we're trying to do is is our website and our Instagram. And the website is chrono-net.com and the Instagram handle is chrono underscore net. So that'll give you a bit of a feel and there's contact information on there. But absolutely, if if you're listening to this and you think it might be something that you want to have a, a chat with me about, then definitely get in touch with me directly. I'm sure James, can you sort of put contact details on the page, perhaps for people? Of course, we'll put the we'll link the website. We'll link your contact details as well. So for anyone who does want to get in touch with Brendan, uh, mm. this should be nice and easy to do. So yeah, and, and that's doesn't matter if you're thinking about it as an investment. You might just think, actually, I like my watches, or I just want to learn about what they're doing. Always good to chat to to like minded people. So so please do reach out. So, and one last question, Brendan. What's the uh, what is your Grail watch that you're looking for at the moment? <laughs> well, do you know what that you you might need to give me another twenty minutes here, James. <laughs> <laughs> it changes on a regular basis. It really does. I on the Rolex side, I'm I'm really hoping to to get the the platinum Daytona very very soon. I really love that piece and. Uh, on, on the sort of less known brands, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, of FP Jean, which is an independent watch, watchmaker. Um, I kind of feel like I missed the boat because maybe three or four years ago, I was, I was very close to purchasing some of those pieces and they just okay. radically shot up in value, making them close to unobtainable right now. But, wow. you know, one day, James, definitely. <laughs> Hopefully, when we get to the uh, end of the MVP and this goes live, you can get something to celebrate. Exactly. That's the plan. <laughs> well, no, thank you very much for your time, Brendan. I know you're a busy man, and I really appreciate that. And like I say, if anyone does want to get in touch with Brendan, uh, the contact details are below. And for anyone listening, thank you very much, and I'll catch you on the next one. Thank you, Brendan. Thanks, James. Thanks, everyone. I think that just about wraps things up here. If you have any thoughts or questions on anything we said today, Get in touch, whether that be through our Twitter at RealTSF or email at hello at startupfactory.tech or feel free to drop in for a coffee and a chat. As ever, thanks for listening.